Being a mom is a full-time job and balancing it with the role of an entrepreneur requires a certain discipline accompanied by the correct motivations. In this interview, I'm going to share with you one of my favorite mompreneurs as she shares some inspiration, some tips, and some motivation for those of you who are mothers and you want to start your business. This is a great episode for all of those mompreneurs out there. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Maximize Your Brand with Markeith Braden Podcast. Always excited to be with you each and every week. It has been a fast month that has gone by. I tell you, these days are going by so quick. But I want to thank you for always tuning in and listening to our episodes. And this month, you know, and this is actually the month of June 2021, for those who may be listening to this particular episode. However, we've been playing some of our best replays or some of our best interviews over the years, and I have had a great time going through, filtering through, and identifying some of the best interviews we've done. And this week, we have another replay or rewind or whatever you want to call it. And this particular interview is with a friend of mine who I highly respect as a mompreneur. She is someone who is always on the cutting edge, finding new opportunities to be able to continue to have the lifestyle freedom that she desires to have with her children. So this week, we're going to be sharing with you a rewind episode with my friend, mompreneur, Lishonda Fitzgerald. She is an awesome, awesome young lady who has raised some very intelligent children and she continues to do some great things in the community. And so I want you to sit back, relax and check out this interview. Take out your paper, have out your pen, because this is going to be a great one. Looking forward to sharing this with you. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have some coaching slots open and I have been doing laser coaching with clients over the last couple of months. And last month I ran a special offer for this unlimited laser coaching offer during my birthday month. And I'm going to extend that offer in June as well. And here's what you get. The offer is all about unlimited laser coaching for your business or business idea. We will meet by phone for 15 minutes, 30 minutes on your first call to confirm what your business goals are, to identify the steps that will help you get where you're trying to go. And then also we'll be providing you homework in between those laser coaching sessions. Here are the rules. You schedule as many 15-minute laser coaching sessions as you would like over the next three months. And each time that you have a session, you'll do your homework. And before you can schedule your next session, 
you will need to make sure that that homework is complete so that we can make things happen and implement the things that we talked on the session. You can schedule as many as you would like as long as you do the homework from each session. So if you're interested in the laser coaching, all you have to do is go to www.markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching. That's www.markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching and pick whichever package you prefer. I look forward to you joining me in my laser coaching sessions. Once again, that's www.markeithbrain.com forward slash laser coaching. Today, we have an awesome mompreneur, an awesome business owner, none other than Lishonda Fitzgerald. Lashonda Fitzgerald is a passionate mother of two and creative entrepreneur who brings excellence and new vision in all pursuits. She is a master teacher, and through her innovativeness, she founded Ready for Spanish, a program that enhances children's knowledge of the Spanish language and culture. She has created numerous educational materials for both corporate America and many educational settings. As a result of her great expertise in various subjects, she has hosted workshops and speaks regularly on topics related to education, entrepreneurship, motherhood, and empowerment. She holds a bachelor's degree in Spanish and history, as well as a master's degree in both education and English. She is the co-author of the upcoming, or it's currently out actually, Mama Divas on the Move, 16 Successful Secrets for Mompreneurs, and is currently training other passionate professionals and entrepreneurs how to leverage their expertise. In her spare time, she enjoys attending R&B concerts and traveling with her family. Let us welcome now Lishonda Fitzgerald. Welcome, Lishonda. Thank you so much for, for having me on the show. Very excited to be here. I'm so appreciative of you um, accepting the invitation to be on the podcast. I know that I have many listeners who mompreneurs, who are business owners, who are individuals who are always wanting to better themselves. And I couldn't think of anyone better to interview on today than to interview you because you have really turned your life around and, and really made uh, your passion and, and your skill a business. And I think that many people can learn from you. Yes. And I'm I'm excited to share with your audience uh, and just really excited to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, our theme for today is going to be ready to face fear. Just do it. Ready to face fear. Just do it. And this theme was adopted from the chapter which uh, LaShonda wrote in the Mommy Divas on the Move, 16 Successful Secrets for Bompreneurs. And I thought that what an awesome theme uh, that would be for today because many of us have to deal with fear. We must acknowledge that there is fear there. But the difference between those who are successful and those who are not as successful as they desire to be is that they are willing, those who are successful are willing to feel the fear, but do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And so this is an awesome topic 
to be discussing. And so let us get started with this great interview with Lishonda Fitzgerald. I've introduced you just a little bit, but why don't you go into a little bit more detail about who you are and how did Ready for Spanish and this track or this success as an entrepreneur get started? Um, I really always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I'd never, you know, seen entrepreneurship. I grew up in a middle-class family. Everybody I knew worked, you know, for somebody. I never really knew anyone who worked for themselves or that just really wasn't highlighted for me. So, of course, I followed the track that that I'd seen. You know, you you go to school and you get a job. And, you know, that's really true for a lot of us within our community. And, and it doesn't matter what level of education that you attain. You know, you go to high school. If you, you finish there, the goal is to, to get a job. Or you go to college to get a better job. And you, you know, get a an advanced degree to get an even better job. So that was kind of my mindset. And, you know, it was kind of the, the better the education, the more secure the job, the more stable the job, the more uh, pay you would get on your job. So everything that I was doing up until the point where I was ready to make a major transition in my life was focused on getting a job and working for someone but that never really settled well for me. So I started working when I was in high school and you know there were there were just always things that that I didn't feel relief in as far as having a job and and working for someone. I I'd always felt kind of undervalued uh at a job even even in high school. So I um I always kind of had this passion for entrepreneurship but I'd never fostered it and I'd never really taken it, it seriously. So I, I, I went to college and I actually had my daughter while I was in college. So I became a mom at 20 years old. At 20, you know, people were like, what are you going to do? You know, your life is over. Those are kind of the messages that, that we feed to our young people sometimes when they find themselves in, in adult situations. Mm. You know, we feed them those messages. Your life is over. You know, you can never achieve your dreams now. It's it's all about your baby now. And, you know, it is, it does become about the baby, but that doesn't have to paralyze you. And that doesn't have to stop you from achieving your dreams. If you have a dream out there, you just have to continue and filter through the messages um, and just focus on what it is that that you really want. So for me, dropping out of school, and, you know, working a job somewhere for $10 an hour, that wasn't the life that I wanted, you know, for myself and especially not not for my baby. So for me, having a baby didn't make me, you know, have less goals. That inspired me to really, really pursue my goals. Wow. Um, I just, you know, feel like I had the courage to do that in spite of, the messages that are that are out there. I like so, that word that you used when you said you had the courage. I was sharing just the other day with someone who was doing a a periscope 
live Periscope on being fearless. Mm-hmm. And I challenge that person on the idea of being fearless because there are some natural innate fears that we 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 just automatically have, like the fear of falling. Mm-hmm. And I challenged him on that because I don't believe in having a life that is without fear because no. we we all have certain fears. But as I stated before, the difference is, is that many of us uh, who are successful in overcoming our fears is that we have the courage to push our fear out and walk in what we believe we should be doing. Right. And so I really like that word courage than to be fearless. Right. And and I'll say, you know, I'm not fearless, but over the years, I've, I've found a way to soften the fear. Right. You know, right. you soften the fears. That's just like if a baby goes outside and, and they fall, you know, they're crying. The parent tries to soften it, especially if you know they're okay. They're like, you know, shake it off. It's okay. Uh, you know, it's all right. So I've kind of found a way to do that. And, yeah. and, and it's, it's okay. You know, at the end of the day, if I'm safe, if I'm breathing, it's fine. I'm going to continue to move forward. Like that's, that's all that you can do. Awesome. Awesome. Well, one of the things that are, that is foundational for the podcast is the idea that we all have a purpose Mm -hmm. and that we all have a purpose to fulfill. And one of my favorite mantras I learned some time ago from Dr. Miles Monroe, and I use it as the guiding post for my own life, is this quote. And it says that the greatest tragedy in life is life without purpose, life with no direction. Moreover, life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. Mm -hmm. And so why is it important that individuals identify their purpose in life and know what they're truly passionate about? Uh, Well, really, you know, for a long time, I felt like I was just roaming. I felt like I was in the wilderness. You know, I didn't know which way was right, which way was left. But now being where I am today and looking back, I know that all of those things were working together, Mm -hmm. um, really just to get me to where I am right now. So even when I didn't understand my purpose or know that I was, you know, in my purpose, I was still on the path to purpose. Right. So for people who are confused and, you know, they don't know they're, they're in a, in a job that they don't like, or, you know, they're frustrated because it's taking longer to reach a goal. It all is a part of your plan and your purpose. And you may not understand it, until it does all come together. But I think first you have to trust um, that there is a master plan. Good. There is a master plan. So Yeah. And even if you don't understand it, it's like a puzzle. It's like when you first get that puzzle, there's so many pieces and you're just confused trying to put those pieces together. But as they slowly start to come together, you're able to see more of the bigger picture. Right. One of the things I liked about your chapter is even when you were, well, while you were going through your wilderness season, mm-hmm. one of the things that you said that you identified that you were in that season, but then you said you had a, you began to practice a standing appointment with God so that you can get better guidance and better clarity on how mm-hmm. you should move. Can you talk a little bit about that experience? Um, absolutely. Because sometimes we just go to, to anybody for advice. Like, you know, you just, 
you're, you're looking for comfort, you're looking for affirmation, and you're looking for it really outside of yourself and outside of your connection with God. And that's really just going to keep you on the cycle to, to nowhere. So, I mean, I think at some point it gets so big and so massive to where you feel like you just can't take it. And it's, it's kind of like a huge explosion and you just shut down. So like God has a way of, of, of when you're not operating in purpose or when you're really, really ready to make a shift to, to cause a, a big blow up for you sometimes. And it doesn't have to get there. Like I pray nobody ever has to go through, you know, that kind of storm to where it's just massive, but it really just repositions you in a place where it's just you and God. So you have to find a way to just tune everything else out where you can tune into yourself, into your desires, um, into your passions, and really just listen to the only message and guidance that's, you know, within yourself. And that's just a direct connection to you and God. And nobody else can give you that. You know, your pastor can't give you that. They can, you know, kind of direct your path but they they can't do it for you. Right, right. That's awesome. And so when you had those standing appointments, you began to get a little bit more clear on Mm -hmm. the direction you should take. And you were able to really put a plan of action in place and began to really step out in faith to really form your business, which we'll get into a little bit later. And so as you were moving forward, how has knowing your purpose enhanced both your life and your business? Um, Knowing my purpose, it's it's just, it's freeing. And I think ultimately why people are frustrated is because they want more freedom. You know, I think at the end of the day, freedom is the bottom line to everything that we do, to every choice that we make. You know, we, we work a job to get money, to be able to, to live the lifestyle that we that we ultimately want. Right. And then just, I remember when I had a certain mindset, like that that was the only way. So that was a limiting belief for me. So that was the the ultimate freedom that I could attain because it was stuck at that at that belief. Well, I have to get a great job in order to make money, in order to get freedom. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I had to abide under that level of thinking because that was that was the only way that I could think. So right. just throughout the cause of series of events, it just allowed me to really, really shift my shift my thinking and say, hey, you know, that's not the only way. I can live life on my terms. I can use my experience. I can do what I love. You know, really, there's there's no other way. So, but you have to get there and it's not overnight. <laughs> like it really is a long time. It could be uh, for some people, but for me, no. So I, I knew that I wasn't happy and I knew, you know, at the end of the day that I wanted to be happy on on my own terms. And the only way that you can do that is by by living your passion, by finding something that you're passionate about and really doing what you love and trusting that God will supply everything you need at exactly the right time. So when you're free in that way and you know that, things really do always work out for you. That is great. You know, we all experience, 
those moments of unsureness and lack of clarity and Mm -hmm. lack of knowing our purpose. Even myself, as I was going through my own wilderness experience, as I was working my professional job, going to school, doing the things that I was taught to do, that I Mm -hmm. saw in my own household, uh, you know, my mother working uh, and going to work each and every day to provide for her family and most of the majority of the people in my family, all they did was, I mean, not to belittle it, but they mm-hmm. had jobs that paid them pretty well to make sure that they took care of their family. And that's all you knew. But I like right. what Lisa Nichols always says. You don't know what you don't know until right. you know it. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you don't know until you know it. And it wasn't until I was laid off my job that the awakening happened for me that, you know what, I have a skill set, I have a desire and a passion to learn how to create income for myself and not have to experience and go through this uh, idea of being laid off again from a job, especially from a job that I really wasn't passionate about know-how. Right. And I mean, I talk to so many people and we have so many limiting beliefs. Yes. And when you have them, you have to operate with them. Like that is your that is your blueprint. Your beliefs are your blueprint. Mm-hmm. So if you believe that you you know you have to work a job to support your family and you have to work hard and you have to grind and you have to have two jobs, then you will live and operate under that belief system. But for me, even though that's what I'd seen, uh, there was something in me that just knew that there had to be more. Yeah. Your beliefs are your blueprint. That's a great tweetable, a great takeaway from Lishanda. And as you were talking about the limiting beliefs, that is a great segue into the next question. And that's what's been the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome in following your passion. Um, I think the biggest obstacle for me was not knowing where to go for support. Mm. Um, So again, you know, like you said, within our community, we're workers. So when starting my business, I feel like I didn't know where to go, you know, where to turn, what resources were available for me as a business owner and as a mom. And then keep in mind, I had a newborn baby. So I had my daughter when I was 20. But really, when I started my business, I'd just given birth to my son. So I have two children. So I had a newborn baby, a mortgage, you know, bills. I'm a grown up. And I just I didn't know what I was going to do. And I'm I've decided to start a business, (laughs) you know, at this time to the outside world. It couldn't have been a, a worse time. To, to start working for myself, you know, because I have now a new responsibility and obligation. Again, I'm a single mom. And, uh, you know, I really just didn't know what to do. And for me, when I see people who have a passion, it's okay. It, it's scary because, you know, oftentimes it's trial and error. You waste a lot of money. You waste a lot of time. Um, but I really don't believe that anything is wasted. So for me, those were all lessons, but it would have been easier for me had I known the resources that were available to me. And that's not always money. 
a, a mentor is priceless. A business coach, you know, I didn't even know there were business coaches when I started my business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, when I when I talk to people about the things that I that I did not know when I started a business, if I would have gone to a bank or if I would have gone to an entrepreneur center, I don't even know if I would have been encouraged to start a business because all I had was a passion. Like I started my business with a passion. I had a set of skills, you know, that I'd honed in on, but business skills, that just wasn't, that wasn't my area of expertise. And I think that's another great tweetable. It's all I had was my passion, mm-hmm. but I still started my business. You can start a business with just your vision and your passion if you're willing to work through all of the challenges that come along with it. Right. And I had a new baby. I didn't have any money. So, I mean, there cannot be a worse set of circumstances to start a business. Right. So the second part to this question is, what do you think were your top three lessons learned as you pressed beyond those challenges and really began to formalize your business and passion? So what I do know now is is everything you need always comes to you at the right time. Mm. So even though I didn't have, you know, any skills I hear this a lot. You know, I don't I don't have any money. I need a business loan. Um, I, I didn't have any money either. But all of the resources, all the information that I need to know has always come to me at the right time. And, you know, really when I was ready, at, when starting a business, there's no way that I would have even understood, you know, the level of business that I operate from today. Like I just couldn't handle it. At, at that point. So as soon as as soon as you're ready, um, everything that you need, all the resources, all the opportunities, they really just open up to you at the right time. So, I mean, that can eliminate a lot of the worry that people have. You know, people want to go from from A to multimillionaire overnight. And and it it could work like that. You know, some people get lucky. That's like, you know, a lottery mentality. But you wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> like, you know, the ups and downs, the the lefts, the rights. And now that I coach clients, I, I realized that I had to make those mistakes. Like I had to to do it the long way or else I wouldn't be able to show people a shorter way or a better way. So I just really acquired that knowledge. But yeah, definitely first just knowing and trusting the process and just trusting your journey and trusting your process. Um, second, just trusting yourself. So like when you have a business, it gets lonely and you can't really, um, I mean, you can use resources, but at the end of the day, you have to, you have to trust yourself. Like it's your vision. It's your purpose. And sometimes other people can't see it. Mm. I mean, they, they just can't. But if God gave it to you, it's not for anybody else um, to affirm nor deny. Like it's your it's your business and you have to trust it and you have to go with it. So if you have a vision or if somebody's telling you something and it's like, no, like I've heard so many things from my business. I've gotten so many pieces of advice. Well, you sh- you could do this and make it math and you can take your business and make it 
French. And you know, sometimes I've I've listened and sometimes I'm like, I'm like, no, but you have to to get clear and you have to trust what you believe for your business, ultimately trusting yourself. So um it's lonely, it's scary, but it's also very rewarding. And and that's what helps you develop develop the courage. Like it, it's 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 courageous to trust yourself, to go, you know, kind of against the grain and and do what you know is the right thing to do. And it's also one of the hardest things to do. Wow. Trusting in yourself. You have to. I mean, I don't know any entrepreneur who could function without trusting their self. So, mm. That's great, great advice. Well, we're going to move to a a new sector or section of the interview. Um, And I know everyone listening is not per se wanting to start a business or to be an entrepreneur, but yet at the same time, there's a term called an intrapreneur, someone who has the entrepreneurial mindset, though they are working for someone. And so I think these tools and tips work whether or not you are a business owner or you are someone who is employed by a corporation. And so this next part is really dealing with how do we take the things that we're passionate about, what we are purposed to do, and turn them into income and opportunities for ourselves. And so where do I start if I know I may not be living my purpose or doing work that I'm passionate about, but I desire to really find myself doing that type of work? Um, I'm so glad you said that. So I've recently taken on coaching as a fairly new endeavor for me. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I train my clients how to leverage their expertise. So whether you work for somebody or if you work for yourself, you are an expert at something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and your employer may or may not value your expertise, but it is solely your responsibility to do so and make that work for you. That's so, good. I mean, it's your responsibility. You can't um, put it on someone else to value you because they can only value you as much as you value yourself. And so how do I start really learning what my expertise is? Um, So you have to look at, you know, what are your skills? What have you been trained to do? Uh, For me, I went to college. I learned another language that that's a skill so a skill is is really something that you learned something that you perfected uh something that you may have even put put your own spin on um that's your skill that's your expertise but you may even have a natural talent you may have a natural ability you may bake pies you know you may make beds you may you can clean houses well it's it's really a combination of your passion what do you love to do What's easy for you? Hmm. Those are all things to think about. You know, when I first started college, I wanted to be a doctor because that was a respectable profession. But I didn't have a passion for for science. You know, I didn't want to look at organs. You know, so that was just kind of a crossroads. So sometimes people want things because of the, the success or the respect but that may not resonate with who you really are. So you have to find something that resonates with you. That's great. Yeah, finding something that resonates with you. And there are three questions that I usually uh, provide to my own personal clients about 
you know, how do they really identify what their purpose is? How do you know what your expertise and skill set is? And these three mm-hmm. questions I usually give them. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? What would you do if no one paid you to do it? And what makes you come alive? Mm-hmm. I think that if you're really honest about those three questions, you can begin to hone in on what your skill sets are, what you love to do, and what you're truly passionate about. Especially the one that says, what would you do on a daily basis if you knew, if no one paid you to do it? Right. And- absolutely. And people often shy away for that, from mm-hmm. that because you feel like, and again, this is a limiting belief, you can't get paid. Right. <laughs> For something that you love to do or for something that you love or for your talents or, you know, from whatever it is that you would do for free. Mm -hmm. People shy away from that because they feel like they can't get paid for that. And again, that's a limiting belief that you have to shift away from. And nothing is far, like it's further from the truth. That, That thing that you feel like is is your gift, your gift to the world that you've kind of been keeping hidden, that will generally bring you the greatest abundance because the world has been waiting for you to, to share that. Right. The world has been waiting for you to share that and to show up. Yes. So at what point did you realize that you could really make this passion of yours into a business and began to create income to create a life for you and your family? Um, so I knew that I had the skill set. I'd gone to college. I'd, you know, learned Spanish. I'd studied abroad. I'd taught in public schools. And I knew that this was a skill, teaching Spanish, uh, that would be in demand. And I wanted to do it on my own terms. So I had a son. I'm a single mom. I had this thought like, hey, (laughs) I want to stay home with my son. Mm -hmm. I want to be a stay at home mom. And I remember telling my best friend, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but but I'm going to stay home with my son. I I don't want to put him in daycare. This this is what I'm going to do. And she laughed in my face. She laughed. She completely laughed in my face. (laughs) She's like, you know, how are you going to be a a stay-at-home mom? And you have these kids and you have, you know, all these things going on. And I told her, I said, I don't know. You know, I don't don't know. But I'm not putting my son in daycare. So I, I was absolutely sure. And from that, my business was born. Awesome. From that, your business was born. And that was a limiting thought, too, you know, for somebody to ask you how you're going to do it instead of asking you, well, what innovative ideas do you have? And and those are the messages. And and do I still love her today? Yes, I do. Do yes. I still, you know, uh, I'm, I'm actually grateful for that conversation. Awesome. Like, I'm actually grateful because everybody isn't going to support you. Everybody isn't going to be able to see what it is that you see. So it's really your responsibility to to find out, you know, what it is that you really want. At the time, I just wanted to stay home with, with my baby. Right. And I had to find a way, and you have to create a way to get what it is that you want. So I had a skill set. I decided to to use those skills 
for me as opposed for me to get what I want, which was a way to support my family and stay home with my child, as opposed to me taking those skill sets to an, to an employer and using it for what they want. What an awesome interview this has been thus far. I thank LaShonda for joining us on the Shift Your Life podcast. And we're going to go into our lightning round where we give a question and you give a one answer response to that question so that we can really uh, download uh, into our listening audience ears some of the things that you would do um, while you are trying to uh, build your business or pursue your passion and purpose in your careers. And so the first question that I have is, what's your number one ritual or practice to stay motivated? Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. What does that mean? Um, you, you just have to keep moving. Mm. Like life doesn't stop. You just keep moving. You go with it. And even, even when you don't know, you just, you keep going. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. What is one book that you would highly recommend for the listening audience to read or that's had the greatest impact on you? So it may be biased because I am in the book, but Mommy Diva's On The Move is a wonderful book. So there are 16 secrets from 16 authors. So that is myself and 15 other women who have started their businesses as moms. So sometimes we don't know that we can do things because we haven't seen other people do them. Mm-hmm. So there are so many moms who've been in so many other various situations, married, uh, divorced, widowed, abused, just any <laughs> anything that you could think. And those women have come out successful and and conquered. So yes, it's for moms. Yes, it's for for future moms, but I think anybody could learn a lesson on resilience, on balance, on following your passion. I love Mommy Divas on the Move. So I would suggest that, that everybody reads it. That was a book and an experience that really was transformational in my life. Awesome. What's your favorite thing to do with your spare time? I love going to concerts. I love R&B concerts. It's I can go, I can be loud, I can scream, I can dance. It's just really uh, a fun time for me. So that's that's my number one. Um, just on the day-to-day, just waking up early. I wake up at 4.30 because my kids are here just so I can have some time to myself during the day. Once I leave the house, it's go mode. So I think it's important for me to create that time, that sanctuary time just for myself. So I wake up every morning um, very, very early just so I can have some some time to myself in my day. And the last question, if you could boil it down to one thing that changed the trajectory of your business. What was that one thing that you said, this really helped to change the game for me? Um, It was really joining my mastermind group. Mm. It was really joining my mastermind group. I'd, I'd never even known what a mastermind was. Again, I had no business skills. That was the number one resource that really push me over the top. It's interesting that you would say that because I just had a meeting with my business coach on yesterday and I go to a mastermind group every Tuesday morning 
here in um, the Brentwood area. And she challenged me on yesterday that I've never been challenged or how I've never been challenged before. And basically what she said was because she knows that I have a great passion to be a professional speaker and to travel the country, helping others to get out of their own way so that they can live inside their purpose. And she challenged me and she said, Markeith, we will not have a meeting because we meet weekly. And she said, we will not have a meeting unless you have a speaking engagement that week. Mm. So the only way that we will meet on Mondays is that the prior week you would have had at least one speaking engagement. And then she said that if you go two weeks without any engagement, then our coaching sessions are over. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) What a challenge. What a challenge. And you can do it. And I can do it. Yeah, it's really that mastermind, that group of people that are pushing you, I think, as business owners for so long. Um, we operate, you know, within our families and friends and people who don't understand and people who are really speaking against our vision. Mm -hmm. At some point, it's up to you to create your own village of supporters. So again, you have your own responsibility. We have so much creative abilities um, that we, we have control over. And then God really does just once we're ready and we understand our power and we're walking in it, he, he opens doors for us and, and it just all comes together. So you have the ability to create the village that you need. Um, for me, I even started a mastermind community um, for, for African Americans <clears throat> just because sometimes we don't have those same opportunities. So I created a community on Facebook. It's called Mocha Mastermind. There's a a free download where you can go in and learn what a mastermind is and how you could benefit from it. I didn't even know what a mastermind group was, but joining one, it just kind of all fell into place, completely changed the game for me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I enjoy masterminds as well. Well, we have come to the end of the podcast, and this has been a great interview. I hope that you have received some great nuggets and gleaned some great principles that you could utilize in your life and for those of you who are entrepreneurs in your business. And so we have three wrap-up questions that we like to ask towards the end of the show so that people can connect with the guests who uh, I interviewed on today as well as allow them their final words in encouraging you to stay the course and move towards your destiny. And so as we end, what's one thing or one exciting thing that you're working on right now in your business that you would like the listening audience to know about? Um, so I am taking my own advice and I am leveraging my expertise, leveraging my time. So I recently created an, an online course for my Spanish business um, that shows teachers from schools how to incorporate Spanish throughout their school day. So you can learn more about my Spanish school, which is in Nashville. Um, You can visit us online at readyforspanish.com, readyforspanish, R-E-A-D-Y-F-O-R, spanish.com. And then I offer free training online at learntoteachspanish.com. But I'm also um, very excited and passionate about coaching clients 
um, helping them leverage their expertise, leverage their time, create an online product so they can really achieve their their dreams and get more of what, what they want, which I believe is more freedom to do what they desire. So I'd love to connect with you. Just follow me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Lishonda Fitzgerald. Uh, should I spell it? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and spell your name. Facebook.com backslash L-E-S-H-A-W-N-D-A-F-I-T-Z-G-E-R-A-L-D. Lee Shonda Fitzgerald. I love my mom for giving me that name. There's so many people who think women named Lee Shonda should only operate in a certain way. But this is for, for all the women with names like Lee Shonda. <laughs> awesome. Can you tell the listening audience where to find you online outside of your social media? Um, so again, you can go to my website, readyforspanish.com. What's one last piece of advice that you would give someone who is ready to make the shift and pursue their purpose and their passion? If you're ready, then then just do it. <laughs> that that's that's it. Just just do it. Uh, make a step. Whatever. So generally, what follows passion is uh, inspiration. So if you're passionate, you'll be inspired to take some type of action. And when that inspiration hits, you need to take that action. Take that action. Just do it. Just do it. I tell you, that was a great interview. and so appreciative of LaShonda taking time out to share with us this week again on a Rewind episode on entrepreneurship and being a mother. I want to thank you for joining me this week for another round, another week of the Maximize Your Brand podcast with Marquis Brayton. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, I want to invite you to subscribe at iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play Music, whichever place that you like to listen to your podcast. I thank you for being a dedicated listener each and every week as we share these episodes. So until next week, just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care. Ooh.